With the NFL offseason in the books, well, relatively. Yes, I know we're still going to go through OTAs. We're still going to go through a whole bunch of different things. But for now, when we talk about acquiring players, for the most part, that part is done. So what we can do, what we can do instead of watching football right now, is we can come up with our 32 NFL team power ranking. So, uh, you know, I, I really, uh, I, maybe I should have named that better. But <laughs> hindsight's always twenty twenty. Never forget that. So we're going to jump right into it today. Talking about our, our power rankings for uh, the NFL, uh, just kind of moving forward after the draft, um, that is. So uh, at number 32, I don't think anybody can really debate with me on this one, uh, the Houston Texans. Here's the thing, though. The Houston Texans actually had a really respectable draft. I mean, obviously, yes. Uh, I know Derek Stingley Jr., there's some question marks um, about as to if he can come in right away, uh, if he can return to his uh, you know freshman year at LSU form. But... I feel like he can. You know, we, we talk about a guy that arguably is one of the best corners in this draft class. I'm really excited for him, uh, and I think he can do some great things. Kenyon uh, Green as well. Uh, thought it was a little bit of a reach, but I do still really like the pick. You also got Jalen Pitry, John Meggie uh, third, Christian Harris still in the third round. So there was a lot of great picks. I honestly think your top five picks should all be starters this next year. There's no question in my mind. So do they have some uh, a lot of work to do? Yes, but this was a solid draft in the right direction, but clearly they are the team that needs the most work in the NFL right now, and I've still got a lot of faith in a guy like Davis Mills. Number 31, mm, I think it's the Chicago Bears. I feel bad for the Chicago Bears. Well, mainly Justin Fields because uh, the Bears, you know, obviously they got some guys in the draft and everything, but the Chicago Bears, I, I just feel like uh, they're in a spot right now where they really need to uh, help out uh, Fields a little bit more in terms of offensive line. Literally, to be in the mix for one of your starting O-line spots is Dakota Dozier. I'm a Vikings fan. I can tell you that's not necessarily a recipe for success. I watched this man get fooled by stunts, get bowled over. Like, this is just not it, okay? Especially if you want to keep a guy like Justin Fields upright. Trust me, I don't think Dakota Dozier's a guy, but you know what? I think, obviously, they've still got some work to do. Uh, I think they will figure it out, but it does come down to the fact that, you know, the defense is respectable, obviously, but Justin Fields, uh, I think he needs more uh, weapon, offensive weaponry, uh, and I think he needs, uh, you know, a better protection up front. And clearly... Uh, I, I think the Lions are, are in a better sp uh, spot right now than uh, the Bears are just because of the personnel that they've gotten. They've, they've got a solid offensive line. Their wide receiving core is tough. Their defense is improving. So, yeah, we'll get to the Lions in a bit. So, um, And then at number 30, I've got the Jacksonville Jaguars here. Um, they've ri risen up a couple of spots. They had a solid draft. Uh, I do still have some questions uh, about Trevor Lawrence, but I mean, it's only, you know, I'm going to kind of put subdue those for a second because it, it was only last year and, you know, he was, he's actually got a quality coach now. Uh, yeah, he does. Uh, you talk about, obviously, he's got some weapons in James Robinson, Travis Etienne. Uh, they got Christian Kirk in the offseason, Marvin Jones as well. So, you know, they've got some guys, LaVisca Chenault, too. Please play this guy. Just give this guy the ball. Um, and then defensively, you know, I, I really would like to see them uh, on the outside try to get a little bit more uh, pressure, but I'm really interested to see what they're going to do, uh, you know, uh, on the outsides as well. So you got Josh Allen. You also got uh, Trayvon Walker. So we'll see how that, that pick ends up. But oh, it might be a reach. I don't know. Uh, but I do think that they're putting resources in. But for right now, they are clearly a team that is still in the rebuilding phase. But there's a lot of quality things coming away from the Jaguars. Number 29, uh, it's got to be the New York Giants for me. The Giants... You know, again, you got a guy like 
uh, what was it, Evan Neal and Thibodeau uh, at five and seven respectively. So they they got some guys. They they are uh, they had a solid overall draft, um, and I'm really excited to see what does happen for the Giants moving forward. But there is a lot of questions for me with Daniel Jones. Can Brian Dayball uh, kind of revive his career in that in regard? Maybe. Maybe. I think it's definitely possible. You also got Wandale Robinson in the second round. Um, I think Joshua Izudi, Izudu, excuse me, guard, the guard the guard under North Carolina. I think he's going to come in and start right away and do a lot of good things for him. But it's clear to me that, uh, I mean, if we're being honest, Jones might not be the starting quarterback. Daniel Jones might not be the starting quarterback next year. I think that's a major question, uh, and I think that is something uh, that we're going to have to look for, look out for. But the Giants have some work, but this was a solid draft, a great start for, uh, what is it, Joshan, Joshan uh, and company. So I, I was really excited about that. Number 28, Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are in a spot where, okay, yes, you got your future quarterback and a guy like Desmond Ritter. You've got um, some quality draft picks this draft. Uh, you know, you talk about uh, Drake London, but I, I just really feel like they're in a spot where, you know, they're, it's going to be a couple years before they compete, just pretty much like the rest of these these teams, uh, just a little bit because. Um, you know, I, I think they need some more edge presence. They obviously they got Troy Henderson uh, at linebacker. Also, and again, they got Desmond Ritter there. Uh, you know, in the third round as well. So, and I mean, is Desmond Ritter the guy? We'll see. But overall. They got some good guys. They got Drake London, uh, obviously, and I think they're going to do some good things. Kyle Pitts is in the lineup, too. He's he's a stud. So they got some guys on offense, uh, and they also got Arnold uh, Ekebidi out of uh, Penn State. So uh, some quality things to build on here, uh, but I do think that they are, uh, they are uh, obviously, clearly, clearly in the re rebuilding process, going to find their future franchise quarterback and their identity. Number 27, Detroit Lions. Now, the Lions are a team that I, I truthfully feel like are – um, yes, they're rebuilding, and I would have kind of liked to see them take a quarterback maybe this year. I don't know, but at the same time, ugh. I mean, people forget you could win with Jared Goff. This man literally took the Rams to the Super Bowl. Now, given it was the most boring Super Bowl of all time, but uh, he did take him to that Super Bowl. If he's got the tools, he can he can take you to some places, but I don't think he's going to be your, your franchise quarterback. He's a solid stopgap quarterback. Um, you know, they obviously got Jamison Williams, uh, and they've got some other guys uh, you know, in this draft that I thought will make a difference. Uh, and I am excited for it. I do think it does come down to the fact that the Lions are rebuilding quickly. Uh, I have said it too, by the way. So I, I'm really excited for the Lions' future. Um, and I think it does start, you know, again, with guys like Jamison Williams uh, and, and Aiden Hutchinson as well. So, you know, they got some guys in this draft. We'll see how it all pans out. But for right now, uh, I've got them ranked, uh, power ranked at number 27. At number 26, the New York Jets, man, how much a, a, a year a difference can make. The Jets might actually, they might actually sneak up quite a bit. Like, it depends. It really does all depend on a guy like Zach Wilson. You got Garrett Wilson, G-Dub uh, there at, at 10. You also got a guy like Ahmad Sauce Gardner there. Uh, you know, Jermaine Johnson the third in the draft. Uh, Bri uh, Brees Hall, excuse me. There's just top to bottom. This was a solid draft for the Jets. Solid offseason. Helped show up that offensive line. Uh, you know, so... Zach Wilson is going to have protection. He's going to have weapons, and he's not going to have a liability of a defense. Like his, like this is going to be interesting to see what does come of the Jets. Again, I do think they start at 26 here, but they could immediately. I think they could get into the teens, uh, the the high teens, maybe the low teens as we head into the season. But they are there's there's uh, there's some building going on uh, in New York, and I'm excited for it. Uh, let's see here. What was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, number 25. I, I got to go with the Washington Commanders here. You know, I, I don't get the hate. Well, actually, I do get the hate with Carson Wentz, but I also feel like he's a guy that honestly, you know, if he's got some t solid tools around him, I think there's some things to work with. I don't think the Washington Commanders offensive line is awful by any means. Um, 
They've also got some weapons, uh, and you know, and I feel like uh, they did enough in this draft to be able to warrant, uh, you know, a possible rise as we head forward into the middle of the season. But for right now, again, I do just put them in that twenty-five slot just because you know it is going to be interesting to see what Carson Wentz does. Um, you know, obviously Sam Howell could uh, start as well, but overall, getting Jahan Dotson, uh, Fidarian Mathis, one of my favorite defensive tackles in the draft, Brian Robinson at running back, also Percy Butler there. So, and again, uh, uh, Sam Howell there at quarterback. That was going to be the question. Who are they going to get at quarterback? Uh, and who is going to be that guy that came in and, and makes a difference? I do think Sam Howell was a steal in the fifth round, by the way. Like, that was low-key a, a giant steal. Uh, number 24, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I feel like the Seahawks are a team that, obviously, they're still searching for that franchise quarterback. But, I mean, Sam Darnold – or Sam Darnold. <laughs> I, I, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm, I'm just blanking today. Not Sam Darnold. Um well, wow, 32 NFL teams. There's a lot of quarterbacks. Drew Lock, good lord, help me. So yeah, Drew Lock's gonna have a lot of bit of, uh, gonna have his work cut out for him. Clearly, he's not gonna be the starter long term. Um, I, I I don't see it, but I do see them uh, bringing a guy like Kenny Walker in. Uh, a solid draft pick that I think is going to make a difference. Also, they drafted Charles Cross. They're finally getting this offensive line figured out. That was being a big. That's been a problem for a long time. Uh, but they've also got some you know, weapons in Tyler uh, Lockett and DK Metcalf. I was about to say Tyler Metcalf and DK Lockett, but. Sorry, <laughs> no fan at tight end too. So there's some weapons here. Uh, they're improving the offensive line for that future franchise quarterback. We'll see how they are able to put it together next year. Number 23, uh, Carolina Panthers. So obviously um, getting Icky and Kwanu there at six was huge. Improving the offensive line, getting your future franchise quarterback and a guy like Matt Corral. Their defense was young and fast. They've got some weapons. Yeah, I think the Panthers might. They could shock some people too. They're a lot like the Jets. They've got, it really does all right in the quarterback. Uh, you know, there's, I, I do think if you put a guy like Aaron Rodgers or a guy like Patrick Mahomes on this team, they're a playoff team. Uh, and I do feel like it does come back to uh, that quarterback position. Number 22, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, the reason I have them rated here is because I'm, I, again, I have my questions about the quarterback position and a guy like Kenny Pickett. I uh, do think that, you know, Chris Oladokun, I think might be able to surprise people in training camp. Don't know if he's going to start right away, but. He's a guy that I think could come in and, uh, and do some things. So uh, I, I'm excited for the, the Steelers. They've always had a good defense. They're, they're, uh, you know, they're shoring up a lot of other areas of the team. So I am pretty excited uh, about it in that regard. Uh, let's see here. Number 21, excuse me, the New Orleans Saints. You got a guy like Chris Olavia at wide receiver. You also got Trevor Pitting. Uh, I think, you know, we, we talk about quarterbacks in this league. Uh, I've always liked a guy like Jameis Winston. I really have. And if you get him the solid protection, if you get him some receivers, get him some coaching, maybe he could be a franchise quarterback in this league. I don't know. Uh, he's at least a very good, uh, I, I would say a very good backup quarterback. Uh, but I think he's got a chance to revive his career here uh, with the Saints. And I think the Saints are in a good spot here. They had a, they had a solid draft. Uh, and I think there's going to be a lot to learn from for the Saints moving forward. Number 20, the Miami Dolphins, Tua Tagovailoa, Tyreek Hill, um, you know, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Jalen Waddle as well. Uh, I think overall this offense needs to take a leap forward. It's going to be at the hands of Tua. But uh, I do think that at the end of the day, uh, again, unfortunately, that's what it comes down to is uh, how well you can do at the quarterback position. And yes, they got Channing Tindall uh, in the third round this year. Also got uh, Eric Izunama, uh, whatever. E-E, double E. They got double E. You know, so they got some guys that can contribute this year um but it really is going to come down to that uh, that matchup with a guy like Tyreek Hill uh and to a tag of so 
Uh, I am excited for that matchup. Uh, number 19, the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I know, I know DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for the first six games of the season, but I have made a case. I have said uh, that I feel like a guy like Hollywood Brown can hold down the fort uh, you know, and it's not like they don't have a plethora of other weapons. It's like for the first six games of the season last year, we were looking at this team uh, and we were like, wow, is anybody going to be able to keep up with him? I mean, uh, Rondell Moore was outrunning people. You had, you know, obviously a guy like AJ Green that was, I mean, he was respectable. He also had DeAndre Hopkins that was doing some great things too. So, you know, just top to bottom, this roster, um, you know, I think it's constructed to win now. There's some players here that I think can make a, have a big year. Guys like Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons coming up, a couple of guys that I think could do some solid things. So Cardinals, they might shock some people. We'll have to see how it all ends up, uh, and uh, I'm excited for them. Number 18, Tennessee Titans. Yes, 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 yes. Derrick Henry, one of the best running backs in the league. You also got a replacement for a guy like A.J. Brown and Traylon Burks. But the Titans, to me, it, it's crazy to think that this uh, – uh, the game of football really does come down to one position. That was evident by Ryan Tannehill last year. They got Malik Willis as that backside guy, that uh, potential future franchise quarterback. Got Robert Woods, uh, wide receiver, Traylon Burks. Yeah, um, respectable offensive line. Top to bottom, I think this is a solid roster. I do think that they could uh, sneak back into the AFC race, but we will have to see. You know, If Derek Henry can stay healthy, uh, I think some good things could happen uh, uh, for the Titans moving forward. Number 17, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I feel like a lot of people are dogging on the Vikings. Listen, I feel like they did some good things this offseason. They've changed their identity to a, to a degree here. You talk about um, having a different philosophy in terms of the draft, um, obviously getting Lewis Seen, uh, Andrew Booth Jr., those guys, uh, and shoring up that offensive line with Ed Ingram, also getting a guy like Brian Asamoah in the four, in the third, excuse me, right, like was it the second pick in the third? Doesn't matter. Point is, uh, they, they did some things to shore up that defense. They're going to do some different things defensively, and I think it could work in their favor. But I do think, again, uh, the quarterback position, will Kirk Cousins elevate this team finally finally will that offensive line be good to go finally we'll see but they've got a solid uh wide receiver duo they've got a solid tight end and irv smith jr who i think could uh was injured last year will come back dalvin cook's still in the backfield uh there's some there's some solid teams are some solid things going on with this team that i think you should be excited about uh, number 16 i got the new england patriots here you know the patriots people need to quit uh, being hating on the Patriots like that. Yeah. Or at least saying the bill Belichick is, you know, washed up or the, it's all the, all the cliche, you know, Patriots hatred type of statements. They, they, they were able to put together a solid team. Mac Jones came back in his rookie year, came in in his rookie year and did some things. This team could turn things around pretty quickly. I know there was everybody, uh, and not even turn things around. They made the playoffs. Like, come on. Um, so I, I think that they're in a spot where the Patriots are going to have some things uh, to work on. You get Cole Strange in the first, which I thought uh, was a little bit strange. <laughs> okay, sorry about the joke. Anyway, um, you talk about guys that, honestly, there was a, like, like uh, Tequan, was it Thornton? Uh, there was a lot of uh, questionable picks that I had, but it also made me think, I'm like, you know, are we really going to question one of the best franchises, uh, really? Like, you know, they made the wild card. Uh, you know, yes, they did lose to the Bills, but there is a lot going on with this team that I think there's a lot to build with. Uh, Bill Belichick is still one of the best coaches of all time number 15 the philadelphia eagles why is it not going there we go nicobe dean i mean just solid draft solid offseason uh you get aj brown if you can't draft a wide receiver trade for one love it uh nicobe dean as well as a guy like jordan davis on the inside of fletcher cox replacement uh rides a lot on jalen um uh, jalen hurts what's he going to be able to do this year he's got some weapons he's got an improved offensive line or at least a, 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 he's got guys back i should say he's gonna have some uh, better defensive tools to help him out yeah the philadelphia eagles they could shock the nfc east and they could do some things this year number 14 the cleveland browns uh the browns 
I it, the biggest question to me, a quarterback position, is a guy like Deshaun Watson. Is he is probably going to be suspended? How long? Uh, but I do think once he's back, oh boy, watch out. I think the Browns are, are going to be uh, serious contenders. Uh, number 13, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Matt Ryan, is he the answer over a guy like Carson Wentz? I don't know. I think he's a safer option. Uh, I do think that he's a guy that can, um, if not elevate this team, he can do some different things with it. Uh, he has been in a Super Bowl. I know Carson Wentz won a Super Bowl, but uh, you know Matt Ryan has been in the Super Bowl. He has the experience and i think he could be uh either if not an upgrade i think he could lead them in a, in a better way uh moving forward number 12 uh the dallas cowboys you know uh jalen tolbert all those guys they got in the draft i was a little bit shocked about tyler smith in the first round but i do think you know they're, they're going to replace that offensive line and i smith uh, smith i think could play guard too so you know what they're helping shore up that offensive line again tolbert they've got weapons uh yeah again is this going to be what but the question will be you know sam williams in the second i think is it going to be enough to elevate them you know i think uh, Dak prescott has done a lot of good things for this team but it will be a question of uh is what they did in the offseason good enough to elevate them Number 11, the Baltimore Ravens, arguably the best draft in this entire, well, out of the entire NFL. Um, you know, again, Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, tools for days uh, is, you know, is, again, the Baltimore Ravens have been on the cusp, but they've been on the cusp for a long time. They got a lot of defensive pieces in this draft um, that I think can help them out in the long run, but it will be interesting to see where they do end up. Number 10, I will, a little bit of a caveat here. There is four, all four AFC West teams are in the top 10. Wild, wild. Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers did a lot this offseason. Now, the only thing, the question for me is uh, right tackle. You know, I... I know Storm Norton is, uh, you know, penciled in, if you will. But uh, as a Vikings fan and watching this man play and also watching any amount of tape, if anybody watched any amount of tape for the Chargers last year, yeah, this guy, uh, there needs to be an immediate answer or at least competition, please, to be able to come in. I know you got Jamari Saylor there out of Georgia. What was it, the sixth, seventh round, something like that? Uh, but I know they've got in the brunt and a lot of guys. But there needs to be competition. It cannot just be Storm Norton starting at right tackle, please. So uh, the Chargers, they're going to be a tough team. Their defense is massively impressive. Proved he bring in Khalil Mack was a Kyle Van Noy as well uh, J C Jackson like this team this team could shock some people and I'm really excited for it number nine the Denver Broncos quarterback quarterback that was literally all they needed for a long time uh, and a guy like uh, you know uh, Russell Wilson I think could be the difference maker here their defense is solid they have some uh, they have some uh, guys that can play on the offenses offensive side of the football this was it this was the trade they needed to make number eight uh, yeah the Green Bay Packers the Packers. I know they're always relevant with Aaron Rodgers, but I mean, is Christian Watson going to develop fast enough? Um, Romeo Dubes, uh, you know, I, I feel like they did enough. We made a video about them doing just enough, but I do have questions to see if they will be able to make some noise this year. Uh, I mean, obviously, they're still going to be good. They're probably still going to win the NFC North, but uh, at the end of the day, is it going to be enough? Is it going to be, uh, you know, do they have the weapons to be able to, uh, that they gave Aaron Rodgers to be able to take that next step? I don't know. I think it's a big question. Number seven, San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers, drama uh, with whatever it is with guys like Debo Samuel also I mean Jimmy Garoppolo is he going to be your starting quarterback who knows who knows with this team but uh, I feel like there's just still top to bottom they're still one of the best rosters in football one of the best coach uh, teams in football they're always going to be relevant um, I, I, you know and I just feel like they're just a solid team all around so uh, we'll see if uh, you know what they decide at the quarterback position and with Debo Samuel but a lot of good things going on with them number six the Las Vegas Raiders you want to talk about a team I, I know I'm going to get some hate from AFC West fans here but listen last time I checked the Raiders beat the Chargers to go to the playoffs last year. Okay, don't live in the past, Colton. Okay. 
You talk about the Raiders' defense that got a lot better. We talk about uh, you know a lot of the corner rooms that they, they were able to uh, shore up uh, through uh, free agency. They didn't really draft. I don't think they even drafted a corner. So, but you got guys like yeah, Rock Yassin, uh, who I think could revive his career with the Raiders. You know, they've still got some guys in there. They've got one of the best slot corners in the league in Nate Hobbs. Um, you know, Trevon Moore had a, had a great rookie season. You know, uh, also also obviously to Nate Hobbs. But you got Kyler Fackrell on the edge as well as Chandler Jones and Max Crosby. Like if we're if we're gonna compare the two right now, if we're taking uh, a guy like if we're comparing the edge right now, you know Joey Bosa uh, and uh, you know Crosby, that's close. Uh, I would probably give the well. I, I don't even th- know if there is an edge in that situation. They're just two very similar players. Crosby is one of the best run defensive players or all around players, I should say, in the league. You also got guys on the other ed, uh, edge for the Chargers, like a guy like Cleo Mack. I would say Chandler Jones is a better player at this point in his career. I, I just that's just the way I feel. But overall, you know, the Raiders here they did a lot to de- shore up their defense. Uh, you know, offensive line I think is vastly improved. They've got competition, competition. That's the biggest thing here, uh, and I think they're going to do some solid things. So I've got the. Raiders at six here, uh, and I'm excited to see what the Raiders do this year. Number five, Cincinnati Bengals. You know, I just feel like they finally got their offensive line. They got some help uh, on that secondary. I mean, they don't need much. I mean, obviously, they just needed a little bit more help along that uh, defensive line. But you know what? Uh, you know, I feel like this is solid. Uh, I'm really excited about this, and the Bengals are in a spot where, honestly, they could compete for another Super Bowl. They really could. Uh, number four, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady back for another year. Uh, you know, uh, Handing things over was it to Todd Bowles? Still got weapons? Yes, yes, yes. The the Bucks are going to be tough. Uh, we'll see if they can get it done in Tom Brady's final year. Number three, the Buffalo Bills. Man, the Bills they had a, they had a solid draft. Uh, you know, they've got a solid team put together, but it does come down to the question for me. You know, will they beat the Chiefs? I know obviously the, they got the new rule this year uh, for this whole thing. I feel like the NFL comes out and the rule changes at the worst possible times. You talk about the Vikings 2009 situation. You talk about the Buffalo Bills getting you know the 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 end of the game situation and they're like rule changes come on but the buffalo bills they are coming they are coming i think they could definitely take down the chiefs this year uh and i'm excited for it so then uh, number two obviously i think is the chiefs um the chiefs are in a spot where you know again solid draft i, I don't get it two solid drafts in the row uh you know they got you know carl Aftis at 30 uh trent mcduffie as well like you know sky moore like just top to bottom this was a solid draft class got everything they needed and they got uh players at, at prime spots there you know and you got Patrick Mahomes Ugh, this is going to be this is going to be really interesting I'm excited to see what, what the Chiefs do and I'm just excited to see how this whole thing unravels and then number one Los Angeles Rams listen I know I know I know uh, but hey they won the Super Bowl last year uh, and it's just our first um, power ranking of the season but I really uh, I feel like they're still going to be uh, the team to beat and once they you know once the season gets going these guys could definitely drop I think the Rams could but overall they won the Super Bowl uh, you know Matt Stafford uh, got out of his shell a little bit did his thing uh i was really happy to see a guy like aaron donald go get his super bowl ring too so the rams are still the team to beat right now we'll see how it all ends up in the future but that's it uh that is our 32 nfl team uh power rankings uh you know there's a lot that can change with these but overall i'm happy with how these ended up let us know what you guys think make sure you guys like and subscribe down below leave a like all that good stuff uh but yeah let us know what you guys think about our 32 nfl team power rankings
Throughout the NFL draft, there were a plethora, a plethora of teams that went out there and just got after it. And honestly, they came away a lot, a lot, a lot better. And, I, you know, obviously the whole offseason is factored into this. But, no, we're just talking about the top five winners of the 2022 NFL draft in terms of both, you know, obviously uh, getting the players you need now, but also planning for the future. I think, and that's, a, that's something I think that is definitely, I've noticed, is becoming really apparent and important in the draft is planning for the future. Um, and I think a lot of NFL teams did it very very well and it all starts with the New York Jets you talk about getting the best corner in the draft or arguably the best corner um, and a guy like Ahmad Sauce Gardner at four then you get Garrett Wilson there at 10 and, you know, get Wilson to Wilson connection for a long time. I'm excited. I think the justice with these first two picks, not even getting, we'll get to Jermaine Johnson, the second in just a second, no pun intended, but uh, just overall uh, the jets really uh, found a way to get the most out of their draft picks this year. Um, and like we said, it started with the sauce. Uh, it kind of continued with Garrett Wilson. They're getting another number one wide receiver. And then finally, you know, you get to Jermaine Johnson, the second, I mean, just massive value at 26. I did not think he was going to be there, but you talk about a guy that was honestly a top 15 pick at one point falls to you at 26 you love it you love it uh and then also obviously getting Brees hall there in the second round uh jeremy record one of the best overall tight ends just top to bottom this draft uh the jets killed it yeah i think they got uh, they did as uh, obviously they had one of the strongest off seasons but I, I they clearly were the number one winner in in the draft this year for me and you know i i really think that they got a lot better as a team the jets they're gonna look pretty tough um throughout the next couple of years so the jets are they're going to be pretty tough uh winner number two for us uh for the 2022 nfl draft the baltimore ravens are you kidding me every single year that just seems like the baltimore ravens find a way to just they come away with some of the best players uh and they don't even really have to do anything they just seem to fall to them uh but you know at, at the end of the day I, I was really happy for the ravens uh they went out there and got a lot of good players so you talk about getting kyle hamilton arguably the best player in this draft i mean i don't care about his 40 time i don't care he was a consensus a top five pick uh, an all-american at notre dame you talk about a guy dropping to 14 just uh, it's frustrating i mean it's frustrating because my vikings also had a chance at him but you talk about again a guy that's going to come in uh right away and i i don't know what necessarily what his impact is going to be right away but you're, t you're talking about a guy that's going to be a star a star for a long time on the back end of that ravens defense and then you get Tyler Linderbaum at 25, like arguably the best offensive interior offensive lineman in this draft uh, between guards and centers, easily the best center in the draft. And I'm just saying, I'm thinking, man, you shoot up your offensive line, you get a, just an, uh, just a, a hammer at safety. I love it. Uh, and then also you get David Ojabo in the second round. I mean, I know he tore his Achilles, but still you're getting a top 15 pick or who was a top 15 pick uh, there in the second round. Just uh, and then Travis Jones, who had an amazing senior ball at, uh, at, in a defensive tackle there. It just, it's like, wow, like just top to bottom. And then Daniel Falele in the fourth round, it just doesn't stop. Jamin Arvin Davis, corner. I mean, just overall, uh, you get guys everywhere that I'm just like, this is just not fair. This is just one of the best draft classes. The only reason I didn't rank them above the Jets was because I felt the Jets, uh, you know, three first round draft picks, they really got after it. Uh, the Ravens had two, but arguably they, they did have three in David Ojabo. You could probably flip flop the Jets and the Ravens here, but overall both teams came away much better after the 2022 NFL draft. Winner number three for us, the Kansas City Chiefs. We talk about you obviously had to get a replacement for Tyreek Hill. We understood. We'll get to Sky Moore in just a second. But getting George Karlaftis to fall to you that far. I mean, we again, I understand it that, you know, in the especially in the draft, there's a lot of hype that goes around. But, uh, you know, I, I felt like, 
I just I really didn't understand the idea uh, of the Jags uh, picking a guy like Trayvon Walker with the number one overall pick. They're banking more on potential rather than college production. So I mean, I hope it works out for him. But at the end of the day, I was a little I was a little uh, you know confused to say the least. But you also get a guy like Trent McDuffie out here. I mean, again, I I thought Trent McDuffie was a top fifteen pick. I wanted him to go to the Vikings at twelve, but it is what it is. Uh, and then George Karlaftis at thirty. Again, a top 10 guy that falls to you at 30, tremendous value. They got immediately better. You talk about they needed corner and, uh, you know, and they're also planning for the future with a guy like Karlaftis too, excuse me. Then you get Sky Moore in the second round, a replacement. I mean, I don't even want to say replacement because, I mean, Tyreek Hill was just amazing. But, I mean, that's, that's probably what it could end up being. I mean, he's a guy that's uh, very speedy, good route runner also finds a way to win those uh, contested catch balls that he's not even the biggest guy you know 510 buck 95 200 pounds but he just finds a way to win uh to win uh when going up to get the football and he's just i love it i love it then you get brian cook safety in the second round still uh you know i'm not necessarily sure if he's going to play right away but i do think that he is going to uh, be the starter in the future and be an absolute i think he's going to be a stud i think when we're talking about a guy like tyron matthew ask type of a player but he's going to learn for a little bit guys behind guys like justin Reed also won Thornhill, uh, and I'm excited for it. I think that he's going to be a fantastic player for the Chiefs down the line. So, and then Leo Chanel there in the third. I mean, Leo Chanel was easily to me at least a top, uh, at least a top 45 pick. You get him in the third round at 103, just unfair, unfair. Winner number four. Philadelphia Eagles. This the Eagles. I, I I realized the fact well they only had like five or six picks, but the Eagles were a team that coming in I was like okay you had a couple of first round picks. Well at one point what did they have like three. Uh, then they got another one for next year. Uh, but honestly they didn't have very many picks this year, but they had all of them. All of them were impactful. We talk about. Um, you know, trading up for a guy like Jordan Davis, who in my mind, yes, he's going to be the replacement or a near replacement for Fletcher Cox in the future. Uh, I mean, just trading up for him, I didn't have a problem with that at all. In the second round, you get a replacement for a guy like Jason Kelsey and Cam Jurgens. Loved it. Didn't have any problem with that. Then also, Nakobe Dean, arguably, arguably the best linebacker in this draft that fell because I know of a peck injury, but as soon as he's healthy, this is a steal. No matter which way you look at it, a top, what, 20 pick, 25 pick, fell to you in the third round. Just unfair so yeah the, the eagles they came away uh much better uh and i think that they're going to be continuing to be one of those teams that just uh, does surprise a lot of people and i'm very excited about it so um i do think at the end of the day though you know the eagles they're in a tough division it's going to be that is this the kind of a draft that puts them over the top i absolutely think it is uh and i'm i'm, I'm really excited to see how it all does pan out for the eagles now winner number five i think might come as a little bit of a shock they didn't have two first round draft picks but you know they got a lot of great players at a lot of great positions of need you talk about the las vegas raiders now they didn't have a first second round pick but you get dylan parm in the third round there neo federer jr also matthew butler uh, zamir white running back like Top to bottom, when we're talking about filling needs and looking out for the future in terms of Josh Jacobs' uh, contract gets over in a year. You talk about just top to bottom filling all those needs. I felt the Raiders had one of the strongest drafts without having a first or second round draft pick. We talk again, uh, you know, you get a replacement uh, or at least a guy that's going to come in and start right away at center in a guy like Dylan Parham, Neil Farrell Jr., and, and Matthew Butler need to be on the field immediately. Immediately. It doesn't matter to me. Um, is Amir White. You know, I'm really excited for a guy like Samir White. I feel like 
Uh, honestly, I know he's had a couple of ACL uh, surgeries, but I don't care. Put this man on the field. Uh, let him learn behind Josh Jacobs for a year. I know uh, that the, 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 the Raiders have some running backs, but I don't care. I think he's going to be the future starting running back. Uh, and I think this was a huge win uh, for the Raiders. They did a lot of great things. Uh, and again, you don't have to have a first or second round draft pick to be able to have uh, good picks. And I think this, uh, this kind of draft by the Raiders really reiterated that point. But that's it. Those are our top five winners of the 2022 NFL draft. Let us know what you guys think make sure you guys like and subscribe down below leave a like and a comment it helps people find the show we greatly appreciate all the support that we've gotten and continue to get you guys are all truthfully awesome and we love every single one of you in the description down below you'll find all of our social media platforms give us a like and a follow there also remember to give us a listen and sub on itunes and finally if you have anything else you'd like us to cover send us an email at the sportsbp at yahoo.com or put it in the comment section down below and we would love to cover it but let us know what you guys think about our top five winners of the 2022 nfl draft Thank you.